You're now listening to the Deep Edge Podcast with your host, technology expert, Ray Moda, giving you the rundown on telecom, cloud, and all things business and tech. This is the Deep Edge Podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello. This is Ray Moda, and welcome to another Deep Edge Podcast. I'm excited because joining us again is Ritesh Mukherjee, who's now SVP and General Manager for Enterprise Network for Insego. And he's going to be talking about the new company that he's joined and making a tremendous amount of effort. And they have a tremendous amount of experience in 5G and specifically their expansion into the enterprise uh, environment. Hey, Ritesh, my friend, how are you doing? Good. How are you? God, it's been a while. How are things in your end? Excellent. Excellent. Doing well. Well, I hear you got a new gig now, and I'm actually excited to interview you as, as part of this. I mean, uh, in, in Seagull, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think they're the inventor of, of MiFi, and, but I know they do much more than that. Could you tell us a little bit about your role first and then a little bit about in Seagull there? Absolutely. Um, thanks for having me, Ray. And uh, yeah, I, I joined Insego uh, late last year, and I'm respond I'm responsible for uh, service provider and um, enterprise networks. But my I mainly focus on um, enterprise, and I'm officially my title is SVP GM of enterprise networks. Uh, yeah, everybody knows Insego as the inventor of MiFi. Uh, but our real claim to fame is we create 5G solutions that bring applications to life. And it's not the first time we are reinventing wireless. Uh, we have patents on um, antenna design, thermal performance, uh, quick response algorithms, and other, other know-how that sets us apart. Our 4G and 5G devices like modems, routers, mobile hotspots are trusted by millions of users worldwide, uh, including consumers and remote workers in every industry. Our 5G FWA solutions uh, deliver better home broadband experiences with higher speed, superior connectivity and flexibility than traditional wireline. And we are bringing game-changing enterprise SaaS solutions uh, to power uh, remote work, IoT, edge computing, metaverse and others. Uh, That's a quick snapshot of who we are and what we do. No, that's great. I mean, and you think about the timing on that with what happened with the pandemic where people needed to be remote or hybrid work at home, that business continuity became a, a vital part there. So so it's a, it's, it's a good space yeah, there, right? Now, you mentioned some parts on, on 5G. Now, there's there's a lot of different standards, some being developed in that, but uh, standards across in different parts of 5G. What are some of the difference or secret sauce, I would say, associated with some of the performances that you see in your product line there? Yeah, I mean, Insego has been um, awarded quite a few awards for performance and speeds and connectivity. But yeah, you're right. Wireless standards and chipsets are are standards and, of course, uh, across many vendors. But we continue to outperform the competition by margin. And when we compare our solutions to competitors, we can look at it in two categories. One, those use white boxes with third-party wireless modules plugged in, like many of the SD WAN and SASE vendors. Um, ours is a, Insego is a, a native 5G solution. Unlike these vendors, we make 5G reference design and implementations. So our module integrations are, do not lim- limit us. And we can and do win uh, hands down in that category. The other is when we compare ourselves to other wireless CP and hotspot vendors, uh, there are patented 
Um, antenna designs, thermal performance, and quick response algorithms provide us with an edge. Um, so any customer who wants to use ultra-fast 5G or 4G LTE should consider our solutions for sure. Yeah, no, I think that's good. And and I, I always tell the story. When I was um, uh, somewhat of a naive CTO, Ritesh, and I know you're a CTO yourself. In the past, you know, I used to build these design and my CEO would come in and says, this is great, but where does the customer fit in, right? Could you, right? right? Yeah, I mean, always a reality, right, Jack? But, yeah. you know, I know in Seagull Supplies, as you mentioned, the vices to to service providers and, and enterprises. Uh, but in that case where I mentioned where I was a naive CTO, could you tell us a little bit about how your customers are using in Seagull with some of these 5G products and solutions? Uh, absolutely. Um, so most carriers like... Um uh, the AT&T, T-Mobile, Bell, Telus, Vodafone, Telstra, and others, they deploy in SIGO products. I mean, and this is public information. We have made the press releases and announcements. Uh, and there are other enterprises also who use us, like uh, Fastenal, PartyCity, and others who deploy us. There are mainly two ways in which our solutions are deployed. Uh, one is for um, to provide connectivity at home and on-the-go consumers uh, using our CPEs and hotspots. And the other is to connect enterprises in uh, different verticals like retail, manufacturing, hospitals, stadiums, and so on. So our solutions provide immediate connectivity also to um, in many areas like in festivals, events, disaster recovery, um, in disaster hit zones, and so on. Uh, so for example, um, during the recent Super Bowl, we worked with the Verizon frontline team uh, to provide secure connectivity to the Inglewood uh, Police Department and the Los Angeles County Fire Department to coordinate and communicate uh, public uh, Super Bowl public safety operations. Uh, our solutions also provide um, 5G wireless connectivity to intelligent campuses uh, like uh, in, in Europe, uh, the largest uh, 5G venue in Europe, in, uh, in Germany, that's been connected by uh, using our solution. So we have many deployments like that. We're also working on private 5G, oil and gas, and smart city deployments. But those are pretty much like a... Uh, umbrella of of the kind of de- deployments we see. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Uh, maybe uh, we could take a step back because I talked earlier about about this this hybrid or work from home uh, distributed workforce, right? Um, how are you is Insego addressing that with some of your five G solutions there in these enterprise employments? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The the uh, the different pandemic waves and the increased work workers desire to work from home and not be tethered to an office um, as clear indications that we need good work from home solutions or distributed work for sol- home solutions. Unfortunately, there has been no significant improvement to work from home solutions from a technology standpoint. I mean, like Zoom, Slack, Teams, and all these other collaboration tools, they were available even before the pandemic. Right. <laughs> I mean, most enterprises just added licenses and cloud applications. Um, however, the user experience at home remained the same. I mean, it's it's more like the user experience at home was the same as what, you know, road warriors had before. Like they used to use these tools and now everybody's using them. That's it. Uh, but most workers complain about internet connectivity issues and low performance from their VPN clients and meeting tools, uh, which leads to uh, um, low inefficiency and also low morale. The Insego 5G solutions, uh, they are inbuilt with uh, security and they provide immediate, obviously, bandwidth augmentation. So if anyone uses our CPEs at home, they immediately get, in, in addition to their current internet speeds, they also get the 5G bandwidth. 
Um, they have inbuilt security and authentication. We also have solutions which bring corporate Wi-Fi home. Uh, so your when you open your laptop, it, your laptop thinks it's an office uh, and you don't have to turn on your VPN client and all those things. Um, and we also provide you know complete segmentation of traffic between between your corporate Wi-Fi and guest Wi-Fi for other devices in your homes. We can prioritize your corporate traffic over your other home traffic so that um, you know you have good experience when you're kind of connected over Teams and your children are using Netflix and so on. Also, enterprise IT has complete visibility into the connections at home uh, to support remote workers. They can do log into the CPs remotely. They can add remove permissions. Uh, they could prioritize traffic. So it's a generational leap from traditional remote work technology to have security, traffic engineering, and wireless connectivity to augment your home internet, uh, which you can't do today uh, from, let's say, your your existing ISP only or from your existing connection only. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Having that visibility and control becomes an important part uh, as you move to this distributed workforce there. Um, now, both of us have tremendous amount of experience in, in SD-WAN building and designing some of these architectures, right, since we're, we're talking about the enterprise. But in, in most of the designs, and, and let me know if you see the same, right, we, we kind of use a wireless connection where there's 4G or, or, or 5G, kind of like as a backup link, right? So that uh, in a retail shop, you have a wireline, but then use a wireless connection as either a temporary to p- move up quickly, but then when wireline is deployed, then we switch back to that. Do, do you think the, the industry is ready? Uh, you know, to have 5G operate as a as a main line in some of these architectures we design? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Traditional SD-WAN solutions um, and the network have are, are primarily wire, wired and wireless only serves as the connection of last resort, like you mentioned, for backup. And of course, they switch over always to the wired connection. But however, 5G changes the way in which the WAN connects. And the Insego solutions can provide wireless SD vans which operate on the 5G network. Uh, and I think, yeah, we are ready to use 5G on par at with wired connections. And there are, I would say, a couple of reasons why why I say that and why enterprises should consider uh, 5G wireless vans. Uh, one of them is obviously 5G gives you fiber-like speeds. I mean, the average download speeds is in hundreds of of meg today for 5G in most areas. And cellular also is easier to deploy and easier to uh, to build, um, and it can go places where wired networks cannot. So that's one reason. Now you have you have you know fiber-like speeds with five G. Uh, the other is five um, G carriers are now offering flat monthly fees for wireless. Uh, many service providers are now offering um, flat rate pricing and no overage data plans. So removing usage caps and speed throttling will encourage enterprises to use 5G. I think that was the biggest bottleneck before that uh, you were limited on how much you could, how much data you could send. Uh, but now that is gone and most providers have realized that and are providing uh, unlimited plans. And the other thing is the 5G network has great uptime. Uh, Telstra, for example, they give uh, 99.9% network guarantee on their, on the 5G network. And of course, evolution to the edge. Uh, fixed locations do not represent um, the modern enterprise networks. I mean, earlier it was only connecting sites. Today, you need to think about connecting vehicles, pop-up sites, IoT devices, cloud services, smart city, surveillance, you know, 
telehealth, manufacturing. So uh, it's a very different um, thing to get, to get wired everywhere. It's not possible. And so wireless works well. Uh, and so it's good to use cellular devices to connect these to edge nodes where you can quickly process the data to provide low latency responses. So I think those are the reasons why uh, 5G wireless bands should be considered at par with uh, wired networks. Yeah, if we can maybe um, go a little deeper into uh, the discussion regarding, because especially regarding SD-WAN, right? Because, you know, there's a, there's a lot of vendors we see where there's a lot of noise associated from an SD-WAN point of view that claims support, you know, for wireless. How How is Insego, honestly, enterprise solution different than all the um, noise we see out there? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, you can ask any of the SD-WAN vendors which bands they surprise support, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, or whether they support C-band or mid-band or ultra-wide band or millimeter wave, and they'll tell you, well, you just look at the data sheet of the third-party module we are using because we don't care about the type of connection. And saying that um, you're agnostic to connection is like saying all roads are the same because we drive a car. Well, that's not the case. If you get on a highway, you're going to get a different speed. If you get on a you know road put up full of potholes, you're gonna get you're gonna be on a different speed, and so you it really matters what kind of solution you have. And so the Insego solutions they are native five G solutions, and they are supported by the latest chipsets and standards. And we have certifications uh, and are ready for deployments. Um, pretty much, I mean, to tell you the truth, there is no comparison between the performance or utility of a native five G solution compared to that which you know relies on a third party module only. I mean, it's 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 a night and day difference if you see the performance and the results you get. So definitely, I think um, um, having a wireless solution, 5G solution, which provides you all of these capabilities, like which is ready for C-band, which is ready for CBRS, which is ready for other things. And that really gives you the edge you need for your enterprise connections. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think that's great because from a, from a timing point of view, having that, that different differentiation becomes important but do you think i mean i I talked about because of what happened the last two years i i see a lot of enterprises kind of accelerating their digital transformation where before it was more like sly work to them now they realize like oh boy we really need to accelerate this digital transformation but it's 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 5g kind of bridging that digital divide to 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 have access to these great connections or not i mean what is your view on that um, yeah, I mean, the truth is, uh, even in America, I mean, there are internet deserts where, you know, there are so many households or locations which do not have high-speed broadband. Um, uh, and when I say high-speed broadband, it's like, you know, above 25 meg, like what the FCC defines as not just having an internet connection. Uh, and of course, the situation in many parts of the world is even worse. So lack of, of course, internet, high internet speeds can negatively impact economic growth, you know, household income, education, healthcare, and everything else. Uh, access to information obviously helps communities prosper. And 5G can be a great a way to bridge that gap. Uh, one of the examples um, which I give is the public library system in Harris County in Texas. Uh, so what they did is they used the emergency connectivity fund grant and they provided 40,000 of Insego Wi-Fi hotspots uh, on the T-Mobile network, along with some Chromebooks uh, to library patrons and small owners. And then you, you, so basically you can just borrow these devices and you have a laptop and a high-speed connection and you can work from anywhere. You can use it for distance learning, telehealth. They're also partnering with local 
um, you know, what do you say, emergency services and so on to provide uh, connections. I mean, that's a great example of how you can use 5G for providing, you know, great access to everybody. Uh, digital equity, uh, utilizing 5G solutions can go a long way to help underprivileged uh, communities. Yeah, no, it's it's good because I, I I tell my daughter who's in college now, when she asks me like, who is this some of the smartest person when you were growing up? My age, I, I always didn't even hesitate. I said the librarian, right? Because because they knew everything. You went in, there was no internet, but things have changed now. That librarian, it's virtual and on the web there, right? So absolutely, yes. <clears throat> quite a bit of changes there now. Maybe if we can, since we're talking about enterprise, right? There's a lot of discussions about different use cases related to, let's say, MEC or or private 5G. Is is that an application that uh, you're getting involved with and in, in some of the use cases with MEC at all? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we classify the, the applications which run on the Mac today uh, in two broad categories. One is event-based uh, and the other is caching. Event-based is basically those which require some processing and immediate response like if you're using AR, VR, or video surveillance, or manufacturing, IoT, gaming, and so on. And enterprises mainly drive these applications. And the other, which I talked about, caching applications, they are to improve user experience and to reduce costs, like CDNs, VRAN, and others, which are primarily driven by telcos. And we are working on solutions. So our solutions we we are looking at is mainly to orchestrate and to deliver micro-slicing to connect endpoints to these edge applications, and also to be able to discover route and fail over to the closest node quickly, so that you are always within the within the latency or the you know any any criteria required, and you can do all the processing at the edge instead of on your site, so you can have lower cost endpoints. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Now uh, th- you can choose to answer this question or not. So, but uh, it's related more to. When we look at some of the misconceptions there, we see in a lot of cases where a lot of whether it's equipment vendors or, or public vendors making these announcements of private 5G. And when we, really, when we look at it, I'm like, well, that's really private wireless, right? But what is Insego doing related to private 5G, if we can peel the onion on that? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, a lot of the deployments today are still uh, private wireless, not private 5G, I would say. Uh, Insego has partnered with many um, private 5G solution providers. So our gateways, uh, they basically serve as 5G on-ramps uh, within the private cellular spectrum. Um, let's say for C- let's say like CVRS in the US. And these indoor-outdoor solutions can connect IP-capable endpoints uh, via Ethernet or Wi-Fi 6. And once connected, the gateway, our gateways provide traffic prioritization, security, and other things, and they can be transmitted over the 5G network using microslicing uh, policies. One of the biggest bottlenecks, though, I think, with utilizing 5G on the CBRS spectrum has been the lack of endpoints. I mean, because you can have like all these IoT devices, but to make them all 5G capable and to use them on 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 the on the spectrum is is difficult. So in CEO gateways, they basically remove that issue because now you have a plug and play solution where you can deploy this with your 5G private 5G vendor, and you can connect all your endpoints over Wi-Fi to this gateway, which can you know transmit over 5G. Yeah, no, I think that's great, and 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 I appreciate you letting me just rapid fire uh, on this. Maybe. Um, uh, I can close with by asking you just a, a, a trivial question is 
as enterprises are looking to use, you know, 5G because of your experience and your background, what advice would you give to our enterprises that are listening to in the audience? Yeah, I mean, 5G wireless mans they accelerate enterprise, you know, digital transformation. Everybody knows that. But wired links can take weeks or months to provision. Now with enter- with 5G, um, with wireless 5G, you can, enterprises can instantly turn on branches. Uh, they can reduce managing contracts with hundreds of regional service providers to two or three nationwide wireless providers. Uh, one of the best ways to get started, I say, with 5G is to pick sites where wired connections have issues. Uh, you can... Um, this could be remote sites with no fiber build out or mobile or temporary locations. Uh, there are wireless plans now available from multiple carriers, which provide unlimited uh, data. Uh, so quickly utilizing these to bring up a site demonstrates the feasibility of uh, 5G for wireless bands. And that's a precursor to moving you know, many of your sites to wireless. So I would say that that's the best way to turn any skeptics uh, to 5G enthusiasts, you know, mm-hmm. try a few 5G sites, get it up and running and see how quickly and great it performs. And then you can, you know, you can turn into a like people like us who now constantly run speed tests and show to their friends, hey, look what my 5G can do. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that expertise and that background and the pedigree, I think, be, becomes important when yeah. uh, they look to move to these areas. Well, Ritesh, hopefully you can join us in some future. Like what I want to do is maybe have another one with you where we go deeper into a specific use case, if that's okay with you. Absolutely, Ray, we should do it. And it was, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. And to our audience, uh, stay tuned for some more to come. Thanks, Ritesh. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Deep Edge Podcast. Make sure to follow Ray Moda on Twitter and LinkedIn at rmoda. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. Want even more? Head over to acgcc.com to access exclusive bonus content. Till next time.